Hello and welcome to The Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. No one knows uh, how difficult it is to do Glenn's work until you've tried to do it and have all the technical problems and, and, uh, and all the other problems, and, and we're very grateful for, for Glenn's work. Is this better? Um, well, we'll kind of try this out for a few minutes and see what happens. I'm really glad to be here. Uh, I wish I could tell a story like Maria tells. Maybe if I'm in enough recovery, I can begin to just tell my story, you know? Uh, I have to admit, uh, I, I identified with the coming from a different country. I was born in this country, but I, in effect, was born between two worlds. I was raised on an island of my people from my country uh, in, in, the, in, the, in the Middle East. And uh, even though we were in the American culture, I always felt like I never belonged to that and I never belonged to this. And uh, maybe there's some good in that and maybe there's some bad. But uh, I can certainly identify with the, the, the cultural and the nationality imprint on the life. And uh, I always wonder what, I, what in the world I'm doing up here. Uh, but uh, somehow God's ways are not our ways, right? Uh, my big regret this week is is not having Iris with me. And uh, she would be by my side. And I don't know why I'm so emotional. But uh, I don't realize how close I am to her and how close she is to me until she isn't there. I had an experience uh, a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, where uh, we had a, some overturned gas trucks on the freeway and she had gone to take one of our helpers home and had offered to take him home and she had hit this tie-up. And uh, after a couple of hours, it was probably a 15-minute drive, and after a couple of hours, I started getting worried. So I called every single agency and hospital and police and highway patrol and everything else I could, and there was no response. And uh, she came back, she got caught in it, but what it, what it taught me was how untrue I am to this woman and how isolated I am and how much of an invisible woman she is. And... Uh, that 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 word is so true. The woman. That's why we need to feel the woman's side of it, uh, other, or else we'll never recover our relation to woman. And that's part of our recovery as men. In the last three hundred years, there has been a flight from woman. And it's one of the symptoms is the sexual revolution and sexual addiction, which is the substitute 
but we've lost the person of woman. And in turn, they have lost the person of man. I, I happen to think that I started it, that, that we men started it, that it was a cultural thing. And uh, coming to know this woman is coming to know woman. And woman is part of the creation. Woman is part of my life. Woman, a man shall leave his father and his mother and cleave to his wife and they shall be one flesh. They shall be one. And that's the most difficult, impossible part of my recovery. Being a human being. But if I were here, I would be saying how grateful I am. And I would just like to, uh, for, for Iris. And, uh, the, the gift of what she has done in my recovery. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is I thank God for the fact that in recovery, she has let me alone. She has let go of me and has let me grow from an insane infant out of control the baby who is the center of the universe his own God and has let me grow without trying to grow for me. You can't grow for me. I have to go through it. You can hinder my growth, but you can't grow for me. And I thank God that she let me alone, left my program alone, and let me let go of me and gave me up. Gave me the right to go back out there. Now, this meant that I had lost all affection, friendship, and love from this woman. Why the fact that she stayed with me... Uh, 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 still puzzles me, but I'm very, very grateful. Um, you know, our, our first tradition reads, our common welfare comes first. Uh, here's something from the grapevine. Tradition one basically says that our common welfare comes first. Bad news for the egocentric drunk. Listen to this. In my family, that means that the common welfare of the family comes first for my recovery. I didn't realize that. The common welfare of my wife and children, even though they're not in the house, if that isn't coming first, my recovery is being aborted and I'm in danger. And this has been the most painful part of my recovery. What else do I want to thank her for? I want to thank her for following me in recovery and finding that line of demarcation, the strength in herself, in her independent self, to where she could say, I'm not going to follow this. But she didn't know. It's a strange thing. Uh, when she came to the conclusion that she said, came to the attitude and behavior, I'm not going to follow this infant. 
this sexaholic. But as the years of recovery started happening, and I began to recover and discover a faith that worked, and slowly began to know the one who was keeping me sober, and slowly began by amends, hundreds and hundreds of amends, usually a note written, because it was too hot to tell her I was wrong, just a note written, uh, to, to begin to, you know, right the wrongs of myself in relation to this one person, a strange thing happened. And I didn't see it. It was imperceptible over the years. She began to follow my recovery. But it was her own recovery. Now, that's a strange paradox. I can't understand it. But it happens, and it's happening. And it's a, it's a frightening thing. And today, what we're doing today is every morning, we get together after my quiet time, we get together for our quiet time. We read together and pray together. And we hold hands while we pray. And this has become a symbol and means of the greatest recovery we have ever experienced in our marriage. And that recovery is perhaps the greatest means of my current recovery. So, I'm uh, a very slow learner. And uh, I have a lot to look forward to because I'm at the beginning of marital recovery. Marriage is the new frontier of Sexaholics Anonymous recovery. I have no more recovery than I have with this one woman and with my children and with my family. I can speak program, experience, drunkologues, truth, writing, whatever. It's mean, it doesn't mean any more than if you were an invisible ant on my shoulder in that house day after day. It doesn't mean any more because the only recovery I have is with her and with you. Because you're a people and she's a people. You're a person and, and she's a person. This is tough. I believe with all my heart. Now, the reason I'm here today and I'm still in SA is because I see God working. And I see God working in couples. The high point of this convention for me was the couples meeting. The room was packed. My wife wasn't there. Nothing special. Couples in recovery. Imperfect. Failing. Succeeding. But something's happening. There's a progressive recovery taking place in SA marriages. I'm going to suggest what came to me when I was in that meeting. The title of that meeting was Recovery Continues. What I see now, not what we saw in years before in the relation of S and on to SA, but what I see now, it, it, it's incredible. I'm almost afraid to see how much closer we're getting together. I'm wondering if we should have another S.A. book come out called Recovery Continues 2 and have it the couple's recovery story.
I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.